Welcome to the CTG Nation podcast, episode 53. I'm going to be sitting down with Thomas from Valkyrie. We haven't, uh, we haven't really been doing a lot of episodes together, but we got busy. Main topic is we're going to be doing a preview of the 2023 SWAT Challenge uh, brought to you by Valkyrie Tactical Solutions and the Sawmill up there at Lawrence. Uh, this competition tests teams and their tactical and tactical proficiency in seven distinct events. These events will give agencies from across the state the privilege and opportunity to network, learn, and enjoy friendly competition. Our goal is to encourage uh, an exchange of tactics and techniques and to promote a high level of tactical skills, mental focus, and physical endurance needed for high-performance teams. Um, as everybody knows, we were involved with this last year. We did a big preview last year. We did a review of it. I did an after action of my own. Um, we talked to Brewer about it. We talked to Thomas about it. Um, hopefully, I'll get more episodes um, since we're more structured this year. Hopefully, we'll get more episodes actually at the competition. Um, talk to some of the competitors. There's a couple new teams. There's a couple people that didn't come back. Um, definitely caught some teams and some sponsorships in the 11th hour, and I'll let Thomas get into that shortly. Thomas, you hear me, buddy? I got you. Anchor pulled a quick one on us and changed up the way we like connect and shit. Uh, the old fashioned switcheroo. Yeah. Yeah. It used to work within the app, and now I had to send you a, a link and everything. So we're live now, so it's working. <laughs> so um, just send or, it. Yeah. Just full, just full send as usual. No, I like it that way because I think it's more. Um, it's realistic, like to our jobs and shit. Like some of the, sometimes this stuff gets like too scripted, um, and like I even felt awkward, like already for part one, uh, you know, because I split it up with like the ad read and shit. Yeah, <clears throat> I read the uh, the little description from your website, and I just felt weird. Just it just doesn't feel natural, like reading off of something like all these fake ass politicians that always have to have like shit written out for them, and like I mean, I think outlines are good, maybe like talking points, but like. Bro, when it's like all laid out for you, I just think it's fake. Let's wing it. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, some people don't like that, but I mean, but that's what we're it's doing. It's real. It's it's real talk. Yeah. I mean, well, that's what we're doing at work. I don't have a script ready, like, you know, for whatever type of call of service we get. You know, you never really know what you're going to get. So I don't know. Whatever. So far, far as comes said that. Yeah. You never know what you're going to get. So, we're going to do an intro for uh, for the comp that's coming up in a couple weeks. This so is it. You've been uh, pretty pretty secretive about it, about the uh, <laughs> and and this is what's funny is like you might not change you might not change anything. But no, I, just... I am though. I am. <laughs> yeah. So, and I told everybody I was like, look, we already did like a full breakdown of last year's. You can't do a full preview of this because it still has to be. Um, just when you get down to the nitty gritty, like it still has to be. I mean, you know, di- most fits together. Di- yeah. Different, different. Well, different ch- challenging just for the, uh, for the actual like stages. Um, obviously the, the nuts and bolts of actually creating the competition and getting competitors and right. getting money. I mean, that's always, we were, we've been kind of bitching about that offline. Uh, you know, the last few months, like when it came to like crunch time and, you know, we already had some different ideas to try to make sure we keep this train going. 
but um so I mean how'd you wanna how'd you wanna start breaking down or giving just a little preview without yeah giving no, away no. So, too many too many hints. So you know as as I always say this is the uh, the Catalina wine mixer of SWAT events. It's uh it's gonna be amazing. Every year we get better and better. Uh, this year we went from uh, two two days last year to three days this year, so I'm excited about that. And we want to capitalize more on it's more than just a uh, competition. We said that last year, but uh, to really drive the point, we changed the name. So last year it was the uh, the best SWAT competition. I think that was a uh, might have been intimidating to some teams, but to drive the point that hey, this is this is more than a competition. It's a uh, it's a learning opportunity. We changed the name to uh, South Carolina SWAT Challenge. So, uh, as I said, three, day, three days, that first day is going to be a workshop. So they can get in, check into their, uh, their lodge at the sawmill. You, you know, those rooms are awesome. Yep. Uh, they're going to have time to go to the zero range, zero weapons, uh, work within their teams and their TTPs, get settled in. And then uh, we're going to have lunch on site. And then after lunch, we're going to have a series of classes. So uh, – every hour on the hour uh, and they're going to rotate like a round robin, mm-hmm. but uh, we have different classes set up. So we're going to have a breaching lane and in that breaching lane, we're going to go over new equipment, new tactics. Uh, we're going to have some vendors there who bring in new equipment. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, some of the vendors for the breacher is going to be Hamatro. They have a, they do a lot of rescue equipment, but they also have a tactical equipment side. So they're hydraulics and hydraulics that they can use on doors. Uh, a great, great technology to introduce to teams who usually just use a ram. Uh, we also have some saws, some uh, K-12s, k nine, so gas and battery-operated saws. Uh, just going over basics of forceful entry and just new tools and techniques to help you. Repelling. Uh, this year, we're doing the repelling class the day before, so... All teams will go through it. They'll go over safeties and fundamentals. If you have gear, they'll check your gear. Uh, they'll go over just making good anchors, uh, how to repel safely. Once again, maybe some new equipment or devices if you're not using a, uh, a lowering device. Some people just use an 8. Some people actually have a descending device. So kind of going over different things, uh, checking your harnesses. If you need equipment, they'll give you equipment. That's Sean with Element Rescue. The... Uh, Mission planning is going to be awesome. That's going to be uh, our boy Paul Heats yep. with control, control Chaos Tactical, but he, he is phenomenal at mission planning. So that piece right there, he'll just go into depth uh, and help teams really on what can help them and how to, how to put everything together to do proper mission planning. People think they know it, but when you go into the nuts and bolts of it, there's, there's a lot more to it, as you know. Yeah. Uh, canine integration is going to be one of the classes we do, uh, mm-hmm. integrating canines into your SWAT teams, something not utilized a lot in South Carolina. I think there's a, there's a handful of teams that do use canines, but something that every team we're going to kind of introduce and push that idea to, especially yep. as, mu- as much as we do in the canine world, uh, we're going to go into depth. So kind of how to employ your canine, how to use your canine. Uh, how to do movement within the team and how to practice. And then, uh, of course, throwing that canine down and uh, introduce the canine TECC. That's going to be done with uh, Brewer and Warren Kavanaugh. So, uh, Warren's yep, one of our. Yep, from County. Yep. Yeah. 
one of our uh, new instructors for the K9. I'm excited about that. Uh, uh, yeah. well, anybody, anybody in the Midlands knows Kavanaugh. I mean, he's yeah. kind of he's. I mean, he wasn't on live PD or nothing, <laughs> but uh, I mean, if you're in the, I don't know, if you're just in the realm of K9, and um, and I know he special he he helps with some of the specialized teams there at Richland County. Like he, if you don't know him, you'll definitely recognize him, uh, or you'll even know kind of his story. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a good snag for an instructor. Absolutely, and you know his reputation precedes him. He's he's mm-hmm. well known, well respected within the state. Yep. Uh, and then medical, I'm excited about that. But one of our uh, platinum sponsors is TechLine uh, Trauma. So they're bringing those. You know, they have those hundred thousand dollar Tom mannequins that move and squirt blood. And oh yeah, bringing... some yeah, some of those are like they're they're really realistic. They have some of the, uh, the best props on the market. Uh, so they're bringing those. They're bringing the team down from up north. And uh, Corey is going to team up with them. So uh, they're going to do a medical lane. So you're getting a lot out of that first day. So let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Does – so for each one of these uh, little round-robin classes, how long are they? Kind of one. Are we just spreading this out like an hour? Yeah, so they're going to be about a, about an hour each, and we'll actually have one, two, three, four, uh, five, five different classes. So okay. we'll combine some people, right? And uh, yeah, an hour each. So. Okay. So are you? Obviously, there's seven events, and you're only doing kind of five classes. Are you yes. kind of? Are you kind of? Um, the workshop well, stuff, are they going to be like directly connected to the stages or, I mean, obviously all of those are going to be put into so they, some stage in some way, but is it like one for one for or yeah. Okay. So, so the, the canine won't be in there because all teams don't have canines. Correct. Um, we just felt that that was something that really needs to be introduced and talked about and kind of, kind of played around with. Yeah. Those uh, seven distinct events that we always talk about are uh, the O course. You know, that's something where you got to have that physical endurance. You got to have that that good stamina. So, oh yeah, we're gonna do the do the O course again. We're gonna do the two man rappel. Are we gonna do, do the, the same? Uh, hold on, let's go one by one. O course. Are we yeah, doing yeah. the same thing? Same thing from last year for people that were there, or uh, for the most part. So Just it's gonna be tweets. the run again. Okay. Everybody, everybody loved the uh, the pit. So that's that's coming back. Oh, that shit sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so as you know, the pit is the uh, the Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, instructors. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they tell people straight out, hey, we're not here to hurt you. We're not here to you know embarrass you. We're just going to ground grapple three minutes, and they, they wear you out. Yep. It's not hard. Fighting somebody <laughs> for three minutes is hard. But if you're if you're a uh, law enforcement, you definitely need to be good at ground combat. So Yep. Yep. And military. Yeah. The uh, so that that same aspect, uh, the two man repel is going to be the same once again. Sean with Element Rescue is going to head that up on top of the Connex Tower. Um, the Breacher Lane that that's going to be awesome. That's going to be uh, we've kind of added to it. Going to make it a little bit better, better doors. We have that new door from Forceful Entry. Super right. excited. Uh, that guy's awesome. The CEO's uh, Chuck Ferry out of California. And he's heavily engaged. He, he texts me a lot and uh, always reaches out and kind of talks, you know, wants to know how the product's doing, wants to know how his door's doing. Yeah. Uh, he, he's into it. So good dude. 
Um, and then they're going to get to use any of those, any of those tools that they kind of, kind of used the day before. So they'll have their option for a saw uh, kind of, if they want to use the Halligan and yeah. Ram there's a, or. Yeah. There's a lot of places that don't use the saw. Um, no, I just think they're so some people are scared to get away from the Ram and Halligan. Um, and then they're not fix, even you like, you can't fix every problem with a big hammer. You got no, no, you can't. Um, cause usually they just give the big hammer to the biggest guy. It's like, <laughs> Hey, like hit the door, and then whenever you see flex points and you see a spot that's not moving, hit that spot that doesn't move. <laughs> like it's it's very uh, it's very caveman, and I mean, you know, it can make a big difference um, if you kind of if you if you get through the doorway quick, um, it, it can kind of make a big difference with what you meet on the other yeah. side. Um, if it's preserving evidence, if it's you know somebody uh, preparing to kill you on the other side. Um. Yeah, and, you know we we teach our breacher series, but you know our breacher one—that's something that every officer should have. That's that's yes. talking about just how how to get through a door. So you talk yeah. about active threat, active shooter. Yeah. If you can't get through the door, you can't get to your objective. You can't complete yeah. the mission. So yeah. and I think a lot of places in South Carolina, especially sheriff's offices, um, you get so complacent with just it's like, oh, here we go, we're going to another single wide trailer or a double wide trailer. Um, you know, and I mean, any semi-athletic person can, you know, house a, uh, a pre, a prefab door. With um, DOS boot. It, yeah. But then the second you run into something remotely challenging, um, you know, in, in the heat of the moment, just your, your, your just cognitive ability just goes down and just to the lowest level. And just, I mean, I've seen it recently with some of the training we did and a recent op we did where, uh, you know, it just kind of blew some minds when, like, your first, you know, point of contact doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, bro, like, you got to know, hey, does this work? This work? Go to the next thing. Go to the next thing. What's the door yeah. doing? Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, think, with you, think what's your partner the, doing? Think about the Halligan and just how useful it is and mechanical advantage and putting that in the arms of, like, a, a school resource officer. Yeah. So, good, good tools to have. Good tools yeah. to know. Oh, yeah. Uh, excited about our best medic portion. Uh, Doc is calling it. Uh, you know, Doc Allen, Doc Corey is calling it Doc's Proving Grounds. All right. So he's putting a lot more focus on the best medic aspect. So last year, the best medic was kind of incorporated into a hostage rescue. Um, yeah. Which we, we backed away from this year. So not all teams are hostage rescue capable. And you know that. Yeah. So, so focus on the basics. And that's that's one thing we talked about. So the best medic portion will, will steer towards more towards your medical aspect on mm-hmm. how is your, how is your team medically? Uh, and I, I, I can't give anything away there, but Corey has some, uh, sadistic shit plans. So it's oh, for, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have no doubt that that's what he does. Yes. Uh, CQB is going to be awesome. That's going to be a uh, brewer and Paul, uh, they're going to run the CQB house and, uh, <clears throat> they have an awesome plan going on. And then we have a uh, a guy that I'm excited about using, but um, Jason Land, he's a uh, 175 sniper, but uh, he did time the Ranger regiment, and uh, he's going to also be part of that. So it's going to be mm. an awesome event. He currently works for uh, Night Night Force Optics, and uh, they're going to oh be yeah, there. oh awesome. 
So CQB, is that being run in the tower again, or is there going to be a different kind of constructed shoot house on the property? It's going to be ran, it's going to be ran in the shoot house, but, uh, okay. you know, different configuration of walls. Uh, yep. I yep. like, I like the aspect of that tower being there. So their commander and their, uh, staff, their, um, uh, support staff can go up there and watch. So, yep. Okay. That'll be good. Okay. Good deal. Uh, next thing is, uh, they have a vendor area allotted into their schedule. So we have a lot of vendors that are going to be there this year, a lot more than last year. Mm -hmm. So I want them to get there in the vendor area, see the new equipment, see the new gear. Um, you know, we want this to be a learning experience. So imagine going to a, you know, going to a slot challenge, but coming back with a ton of information and a ton of new ideas and a ton of new equipment being like, Hey, this is how we're going to get better for next year. This is how we're going to better prepare for what if, or just in general, pre-readiness. Yep. So super excited about that. Um, I'll talk about sponsors. Okay. The, uh, as I said, there's a lot more going to be there. Um, everywhere from uh, Techline Trauma, as I mentioned, they're going to have all their gear laid up. They're uh, bringing a whole van, three guys, a bunch of gear. They even make the uh, the canine simulation dogs, so they, they do a oh, lot. Oh, damn. Okay. Uh, one, one of my favorite items that I use from them is that gunshot in a box where it's a wound. If you open the box, it bleeds, and that practices for wound packing. Super easy yeah. prop. Yeah. Uh, we ordered three for our department. It's it's easy, and it's phenomenal. It's a good product. Uh, another exciting one is Daniel Defense as a platinum sponsor. They're, they're going to get there. Uh, they're bringing different... Uh, different platforms, different weapons. They're even bringing a, a long rifle for the, uh, the sniper course, but yep. you'll actually get to, uh, we're going to open a few bays up, let people uh, shoot some of their guns. And once again, just a bunch of good dudes that work there and that's close to home. Daniel defense is, uh, just around the corner. Yep. They're from the low country. Yep. Yep. So it's good. To, it's good to have. So we're doing like a, okay. So we're doing a sniper lane also, right? Oh yeah. That's a uh, day two, all the live fire. Right. I'm sorry. Okay. Day, Day three, it's yeah. the second second day of the challenge. Right. Um, also, uh, for our gold members, we have the Hamatro, which again is bringing all their all their uh, rescue and forceful entry tools. Um, and they're also Spartan fire apparatus. They're a uh, they're together, so okay. they'll be there as well. Uh, bottom line, military sales is going to be there again. They're always a huge supporter of the SWAT challenge. Uh, they're one of the first sponsors to always sign up, and they mostly uh, like their one of their largest contracts is Fort Bragg, so they they supply all the military stuff. Nice. And uh, the one of the easiest, you know, I one of the easiest ways it was explained to me. I was like, so what exactly do you do? And they're like, well, like supply. If they're like, hey, we're going on deployment, we need a hundred duffel bags. They contact them, and that's who they outsource. So yeah. they they deal with. Uh, hundreds of vendors and right. uh, different brands. So super cool place. Uh, everybody who works there is awesome. Uh, we enjoy working with them. Uh, you know, Sean with element rescue, that's a, always a good, always a good uh, place to bring in. And he, he offers a lot for the tactical community. Very knowledgeable. Paul control chaos. Uh, the night force optics, super, uh, Super cool company. It started off, I think, in Australia, and it was a uh, Day Force Optics. Yeah. But then I th or Light Force Optics, I believe. Yeah, right. Light Force. Okay. And then uh, 
then they when they came to the US the uh somebody had Light Force so they had to change the name to Night Force Optics. I think it's more badass, but uh yeah. Cool company. And as if I anybody said, doesn't that, know, that's one of those companies where not a lot of people know who they are until they like see their logo. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, like <laughs> I think there's a lot of companies like that, but like you see them on a lot of a lot of weaponry downrange that you just don't yes. even like think about it. Or if you you've used their shit and don't even know about it. Yeah. But uh, super cool dude. And that's who Jason Land works with. So he'll be there and he's gonna run the SWAT lane. So. Or not the SWAT lane, but the whole thing. So he's got to run the sniper lane. Right. Okay. Um, high performance gym. They're bringing all their uh, badass Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt instructors. Yeah, I was about to say those are the fighters. <laughs> Which, uh, hey, they're they're awesome. We we love having them, and everybody last year said, "Don't get rid of that." They liked it, even though they got their ass whooped. They still love it. Yes, and that's that's <laughs> man, that's a hard thing. Um... So, I mean, as everybody knows that listen to this on a regular basis, like I'm getting into the kind of the, I mean, I'm obviously still working the road, uh, but I'm kind of a part of the training department now. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to be the combatives instructor for our department here shortly. Yeah. But um, that's a really hard thing because there was, there was a local place around here that was actually offering free uh, BJJ classes to any law enforcement or military that showed up yet crickets. Um, crickets. and yeah and i mean i put stuff all over the department you know me and lexi were going together uh you know and i couldn't get and it was free it was fucking free bro it was free, sad. Uh, free it's sad. a whole year for bro. free and at, time, and at times it was four days a week that's ridiculous. and we barely got anybody in there. Um, and now kind of their business plan and they had some partnerships that kind of fell through and it's, um, you know, they can't offer every day. They've got a different instructor now. And I'm just like, I was well, like, look, I, I, put... I was like, you missed your window to get a free full year. So then no. you can have, you can have an idea of, you know, what you need to work on. Hey, is this something that I want to do? all the time i mean i'm not saying uh you know if you if you practice bjj do you need to be a guy that's like oh man i want to belt up like i'm gonna do this for the long term i mean i'm not saying you got to like completely commit to it um those are those are basic fucking skills man but like at least i mean you had the opportunity to go to for free four days a week so even if you just went one day a week and we even had the opportunity to uh like my instructor at the time, retired Marine. Um, so he did Marine combatives and then he started doing BJJ when he lived in Cali. Uh, you know, used to be a bouncer down in San Diego. Like this motherfucker has been fighting like his whole life. Right. Yeah. And so we could actually go to him and, you know, there was some stuff and we went no gi the whole time, which for anybody that doesn't know what that is, that's like the formal, formal wear with like the jacket and the belt and all that. Like it looks like a little karate uniform. Right. Um, so, I mean, we went no gi, so, I mean, that's usually just, you know, like slick shirt, shorts, no shoes, obviously, anything like that. And we could come to him with problems we had, uh, you know, from work. Like if you had, um, you're struggling for like a certain arrest when you're fighting somebody or something weird, they're in a weird position. Like, hey, if they did this, you know, I'm my size, Lexi's her size, like size differences and all this kind of shit. We could go to him for that. 
I say all that to say, still nobody came to get free training. That makes me mad. Yeah. So now they have less, you know, and this is, I mean, they have to run a business. So, I mean, just stuff changes, right. And they, and they're still going to give us still give law enforcement a discount, but now because we couldn't get enough gate and engagement in that first year, now they only offer it twice a week and now we have to pay. I mean, it's still a good deal. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We can debate if two days a week is enough or, uh, but you know, at the end of the day, like these people still have to make money, um, you know, <laughs> by, by spreading the good word of BJJ. But um, yeah, dude. But when you get like, because there was a lot of people that bitched about the O course as a whole, as a whole at first, like we had a lot of pushback on that. We did. Um, and all we did was tactfully call them pussies. So, <laughs> but one thing that came from that is like people got their ass kicked down there in the dirt. Like it's down by the river. It's like loose mud, loose it's sand. Hum- it's, it, it's humbling. It, they had, they had like a fire going. Like it was, it was, <laughs> it, it was fucking primal, man. And that opened a lot of people's eyes to where if people just, and this isn't just for combatives. This can be for, um, you know, any part of this competition where if you don't go there and expose your weaknesses um, and address those weaknesses, sometimes you don't, it's like, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So until you get your ass kicked in a certain aspect or in a certain arena or in some type of competition, you're just like, damn, I really suck. Like at this one thing. But that's also your, your, you're big and bad, so you get punched in the fucking face. That's mm-hmm. yeah, everybody. Every, hey, everybody's got a plan until they get hit in the face. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's that. That's that's no, my gripe. That, that'll be my gripe for the for this episode. <laughs> no, I like it. I know that uh, you know one of the, one of the biggest guys. You remember uh, remember that big dude from uh, North Metro Atlanta? Just just a wall of a dude. Yeah, him? yeah. Well, I, every team had one, so I'm trying to. Yeah, if I well, he lo- he'll, be, he'll probably be there this year, so I'll be. Like, he will. Oh, shit, that's the that's the gorilla. Okay. He he loved yeah. it. He was, he yeah. came back grinning fucking ear to ear. Oh yeah, he could have done like, it again. He's like, bro, that guy whooped my ass for three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Yeah, and this dude was like, <laughs> this dude was a monster too. Like it was like, oh my gosh. And Cl- oh, Clay, you know, Clay's a yeah. tall, skinny. Little yep. you know, eighty second dude, but yeah. whooped his ass for three minutes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, dude, great. some of those dude, when it comes to fighting like that, some of the spider monkeys are the scariest dudes you can come across. Oh yeah. It's not really the jacked ones you gotta worry about, <laughs> but it's that's the just normal looking dudes, but they've got like but they've if they're like purple, brown, or black, but it's like a really like skinny you're just like, Oh, look at this little skinny fucker. Nah, dude. He's gonna turn you into a pretzel. Oh, it's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's fun. I'll, I'll probably just run the O course again like I did last year because that was just. <laughs> and we did make improvements. Time. Yeah. So yeah, every, yeah. Every, every team is going to have a runner. So mm-hmm. there'll be somebody who follows every team. We have a new score system where it's all electronic. So okay. as they move in, they'll be putting in their scores live. They can view them live. So that's going to be good. It's uh, full transparency and how they're doing in time scores. Yep. Um, <clears throat> technology. It's amazing. Yeah. 
Well, I remember, uh, I remember us talking about that last year too. Yes. Yes. And you know, every, every year we get better. That's, that was our first one. There was a lot to figure out. We, we learned a lot. They learned a lot, but uh, every year is going to just get better and better. And we learn and, you know, what we tell people is we give you an AER and we truly take that shit to heart. You know, it's not, you're just everything you say, we try to, we try to put into consideration, make it happen. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we learn every class we do, we learn. And, uh, you know, it's just being open. You know, what we always say is leave your fucking ego at the door. So, so just be, be ready to learn, uh, be open to learning. And, uh, that's we say, your only good is your last objective. Yeah. Well, that ego gets in the way of, um, well, like you said, I mean, it gets in the way of learning, but that ego is actually kept, um, unfortunately, I think it's kept more people from getting involved, uh, yes. in the challenge. Yeah. Don't, um, don't, so get that, me, don't get me started. on So that. <laughs> that's kind of, uh, I mean, that's kind of on the, on the nuts and bolts and, uh, the business side of it, um, yeah. with, um, you know, you, me, Paul, uh, you know, where we're talking to a ton of agencies over the year. Um, and then with Paul, I mean, hell, he's got like, uh, you know, maybe five, five to eight agencies at any time that he's kind of, he's, they're like on his books, you know, yeah, um, yeah. you know, cause he has different, he has different, um, classes and he does like a year long deal. Um, where he'll come and train even like he doesn't do just, you know, just SRT SWAT stuff. Like he'll help, um, you know, other road guys and, and, uh, like school resource officers and he can get them trained up in other stuff. And, um, you know, a lot of those guys, they're just, so, so I mean, you know, the, the saying, ones... uh, go ahead. <laughs> you know, the saying that opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. Yeah excuses are like assholes everybody yes. has one everybody has oh, an excuse yeah. why they can't do it and oh yeah most of them as as you said are just excuses if you truly want to be there if you ask any operator that's going to be there that weekend or that week they're there because they want to be there and they'll make yeah. a reason to be there yeah um and you know that's that's what makes me mad is it's it's a, it's an opportunity to learn and train it's, you know, a lot of people are afraid to be exposed or afraid to look yeah. bad or, yeah. you know, you're the best until you're challenged. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it, it's, it blows my mind that more teams aren't, aren't jumping to be part of this. No. And I don't know. I mean, I guess we got to think of a more, we just have to think of different uh, ways to try to sell it to some of these teams or maybe, um, I mean, I know I'm going to talk to the teams you know, just, I mean, just one at a time here, I'm not going to make a big deal about it, but it's like, Hey man, like, have you told like other jurisdictions around you, like about this? Um, yeah. You know, because I mean, there are, there are some people that don't think of, they don't think about networking and, and business and, you know, they're just like, they're just in their well, narrow cop mind. And they're like, I think, Oh, cool. I'm going to a SWAT comp. And then they just like, I don't know. They like don't tell anybody else about it, or they don't. Um, I mean, you know, I think just, a lot just, of it. A lot of a lot it of... too is we're new, right? So a lot of people want to see how it turns out or what it's about. Um, yeah, and I, I I don't blame them for being skeptical. Uh, you want to see what something's about before you do it. 
Yeah, we have a lot but, of teams who are going to be in it next year who we're like, hey, we're putting it in the budget. We'll be there. I know Charleston County and Charleston City said they'd be there. Uh, Myrtle yeah. Beach, uh, South Carolina Highway Patrol. There's a bunch of teams that want to be there, but they mm-hmm. just couldn't logistically, and I think they'll be there next year. Right. Yeah, I just think um, you just got to have different ideas to like keep the kind of the pressure on these people. And I think with the teams and sponsors – um, you got to get them like a year out. Like it yeah. is, is, is what sucks about this is like, and we've talked about this just one-on-one where it's like planning this shit is exhausting. <laughs> exhausting. So when you get done, you know, you, you need a fucking um, break. <laughs> when you get done, like when you go home on, you know, the end of February 23rd, you're, you're like fucking checked out. It's yeah, I don't, like, I don't, I don't people, I don't people for at least two to three days. Yeah, it's like, dude, I'm, I'm fucking done with it. But <laughs> it's also, if you let it lay too long, You're then right. you lose momentum from how awesome the competition was. Striking while the iron is hot. Correct. So it's definitely, it's definitely a balance to keep, um. You know, keep the competition growing, you know, along with, you know, the business side of it, Um, you know, getting your name out there, making sure you're making the money, uh, making sure that not even necessarily Valkyrie or Sawmill making the money, but which we're not bringing. Yeah. yeah, Which people don't people, but people don't think about that, though. They're just like, oh, man, it's five hundred dollars. That's five hundred dollars in Valkyrie's pocket. That's that's fucking cheap for for three days of training, meals included. Yes. Yeah, and instructors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's there's a lot of people that don't they just don't think about that. Um, just a just a lot of the money and logistics that goes into some of that stuff. But um, I mean, you got to think when you say five hundred dollars per team, that's eight dudes three days. Yeah. Most good classes are three hundred dollars per person for two days. Yeah, and three hundred a person is. Yeah, three hundred a person is cheap. Yeah. So I mean, it's, yeah, and that's it's for really... and that's that's five hundred dollars for an entire team. Yeah, um, and, and just the meals alone cost cost a lot. I yeah. mean, it's oh, uh, you know, that's why we tell people our sponsors help make this event, and that's why I give them so much credit is because we couldn't do this without all the all the help from the sponsors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, the sponsorships make make a hell of a difference. Um, yeah, but I mean, even with them. You know, there, there's a lot of companies out there that they budget in yeah. um, being being sponsors for stuff. So if you catch them too late, it's like, hey man, like we might be able to like give you some free product, but we can't give you any cash. And cash is always yeah. the hardest thing to get for events. It is. So then you got to make sure you plan ahead for that. So along with teams that have to make sure that fits in a team's budget or a department's budget, those companies have to make sure it fits in their budget to be. You know, it's like, hey, this year it's going to be five hundred. Next year it's going to be a thousand. You know, whatever they want to do, and then they're going to give more money to like better known events or have more name recognition and all that kind of shit. I mean, that's where new get into your reputation, and if you're affiliated with some famous motherfuckers, and oh yeah, I think you know people see people truly see the event and they're they're amazed by it. it's a lot. I think it's a lot more than they think. And then when it happens, there, there's nothing like it in the state, and that's why that's why we did it last year. And uh, 
every year it's going to get better and better and uh, we're growing. It's exciting. Yeah, no, it is for sure. So what, um, we kind of, you got some of those sponsors kind of in the 11th hour. We, oh, caught, yeah, some, yeah. we caught some teams kind of in the 11th hour. What are the, what are the teams we got? So we got six teams. Uh, number one is uh, the returning champions, Greenville County. They won last course, year. Of course. Uh, they're coming back to defend their title and they're, Hey, they're, they're gung ho. They're excited. They're uh, ready. Which to... is which is arguably the best team in the state. Um, if you could just go off yeah. a reputation, like they run their own SWAT school, um, they do have full time personnel. Now, how big their like full time team is, or if they have like a team one, team two, team three, whatever. Um, I didn't really get into the nuts and bolts of that with them. Um, you know, it'd be cool to sit down with them and kind of talk about their structure yeah. and how how they. Um, you know, have become so big and successful, but, um, yeah, a lot of those, a lot of those other uh, people that I make fun of all the time, like the Charleston's, the Myrtle beach, the Richland, like where y'all at, man? Because I mean, Greenville, Greenville's there. I'm just saying like, Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's why, that's why you play the game. Right. That's why, you know, like in sports, I mean, um, you know, who thought, for foot for anybody that knows any football, like who the hell thought TCU was going to go to the national championship this past year and play Georgia? Absolutely fucking nobody. So if you don't get in there, if you don't get in there and compete, it's just, well, my example last year was, uh, was Chester County, Chester County, Chester County's one of Paul's, one of Paul's teams with chaos. And, um, they went, toe to toe with Greenville on like a lot of stuff. I mean, you could tell where they don't have as much practice. They're not a full-time team. You know, they had all brand new gear when they got there because Chester dumped some money into the team and stuff and obviously dumped some money into, you know, getting Paul out there to help them and develop their team. But Chester County went toe to toe with Greenville. Um, Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know the numbers, uh, you know, how big they are comparatively or what their budgets are, but I would almost say that Greenville with personnel and money is probably about eight to 10 times bigger than Chester. Yeah, so, I mean, just think about, just think about the resources um, that they have that Chester does not. I mean, no knock on, Ch- I mean, Chester is just a smaller place. That's, that's how it fucking is. Also, but, Greenville, um, Greenville County is just growing massively. And it, and it, but it's what's crazy is like they've been bit Greenville as a just an area like the upstate has always been a bigger area, anyways. And then it just, I mean, they've been growing to the point now. I can't remember if I was talking to somebody at work or if it was on uh, or on the podcast or whatever. But Greenville is getting so big that it's the counties around it are starting to absorb all that. Like, yeah. like yeah. Oconee County is getting a lot of people and a lot of money. Um, you know, when Oconee back in the day just used to be a little mountain County. Um, Anderson County is exploding. Um, I looked at, I think I had, uh, I think Bobby went up there for some type of training event and he, he took some pictures of some of their, uh, you know, their setup. They, um, some of the gear they have, the equipment, they've got like a special operations, um, like building like to itself yeah. that, you know, has the Bearcat or whatever kind of special vehicle they have and their, their ATVs and their boats. And they've got like a little, 
little training room in there and stuff. I was like, damn. I was like, I didn't know. I didn't know Anderson was about this because everybody, when I went through the Academy, which has been less than 10 years ago, uh, you know, we kind of made fun of some of the Anderson guys. We're like, oh, little old Anderson, blah, blah, blah. Hey, they, like, you look, they got it going on now. Yo. But, you know, people don't think of just kind of that, I, this isn't the right term for it, but it's like the Greenville, like, Metroplex that is the upstate right there. And then you got yeah. Spartanburg right on the other side of it. Um, like, they're so big that, and you work with a lot of them, and I, I was looking at somebody's the other day. I was like, damn, look at in this. It was somebody that follows your stuff. That's he's big on Instagram or something. I was like, "Dang, where's this guy? Where's this guy work?" You and, talking about a chocolate operator? No, 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 no. It was, it was a white guy. White guy, <laughs> chocolate operator. <laughs> is he gonna be? Is he gonna be there? By the way, no. Uh, well, he, he talked. He, he talked about it. And he's like, "Hey, you know, yeah. can you guys buy a airline ticket?" And I'm like, "We do not have any money, but yeah, when we when we do, I would love to buy you an airline right, ticket." Right, right. Yeah. Well, he's like in Texas saying, now. Yes, he is. He's been in Texas for a few years now, I think. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Greenville and Spartanburg, think of all the little municipalities that are between both of them. Mm. And all those guys are getting money, too. I mean, Inman, Inman's getting a lot of money. Uh, what's, the, what's the one department we always work with up there? Welford? Welford. Good. Welford. You know. Chief's a good well, dude, and yeah, yeah good ass chief. He's getting all new vehicles. They're doing. I saw him doing some interdiction DUI type stuff the other day. Yeah, um, and you have that. You have that group that works together too. It's uh, Duncan, Welford, Lyman. Yes, uh, that work that work together, and they're they're yep. a powerhouse. Yeah, like and those are just those are just the little municipalities that are between, um, you know, Greenville and Spartanburg proper, and uh, man, I mean they're just they're just getting after it up there, but. Um, more teams. We got more teams. More teams. Yeah, back to the team. So Greenville, defending champs. Anderson um, County. Is Anderson coming in? Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. That was so the last I, one, wasn't it? Uh, that was the last team that signed up, yeah. but yeah, uh, That's who I was just talking about, man. I, re- yeah, I really want to see. Super excited. About. Yeah, I want to see what they're about. I'm excited for I, that I, one. The, uh, I heard it's a good group of dudes. Uh, I think I met a couple of Anderson County guys during one of the uh, – the meetings for God, what was it? The God, my, my brain is a bag of cats. We there was an event. <laughs> there was bag an event. Yeah. <laughs> there was an event, and I met a bunch of dudes. And uh, they're Anderson County. The uh, SWAT commander's badass, and uh, he was telling me they have a they have like a phenomenal facility, including a shoot house and. All yes. this stuff. Yes. yes, it's all in that. Yeah. It's like it's. I'm telling you, it's in one of those big Thunderdome buildings. I was yes. just talking about. Yeah, and it's dude. impressive. He said, "Come out to Anderson. Come check it out, dude." Uh, tell me, host tell a class me you, here. Yes, when you go, I'll I'll try to go to that because I want I want to see what it's about. We're gonna host a class there. Yeah. So yeah, Anderson uh, County's getting after it. I they like are, it. and and he was cool. He's like, "Hey, come here. I want you to teach a class in our uh, facility. So we're yes. we're gonna be there." Hell yeah. Um, as we talked about, Chester County is returning. Uh, Spartanburg City, I call them, you know, my home team because they're right beside me. I work yeah. with them a lot. Uh, awesome Chester, team. Awesome. Yeah, Chester was kind of a kind of a last minute too because the last time I had spoken to – let's see, I might have talked to Paul – had to be like a month or two ago. It was up in the air. Yeah. yeah, he was like, man, they can't get coverage, this and that, which is completely believable for them. 
Um, it it's a small place. Um, so I'm glad I'm but, glad they're back. I want to see how much they've improved. But you know what that goes back to? That goes back to instead of finding a reason why you can't, they found a reason why they can. Yeah. And they, yeah. they made it happen. If Little Chester can make it happen, so can all these other bigger places. Yep. No excuses. Nope. Uh, Spartanburg City, I'm you know mm-hmm. excited they're coming back. Oh, and yeah. then uh, North Metro Atlanta, they were uh, quick to sign back up. They, they had a blast last year. Uh, they're coming back. And then we have a new team out of Georgia, Department of Corrections. Damn. They have a uh, tactical response team that runs uh, out of their big correctional facility, and they are ready to play. Hell yeah. So that's our uh, six teams that are going to be there. Um, Super excited again. Uh, The the coolest thing, you know, last year is you have all these, you have all these alpha males, alpha teams. Everybody left their ego at the door. And we talked about that, uh, how, Everybody was, you know, friendly. They they loaned each other equipment. They uh, yeah, they did. They're they all about the camaraderie, and you know, I always say competition breeds improvement. But they uh, they just enjoyed being being at a uh, an event with like minded people. Yeah, well, and that's another thing that I don't think a lot of people think about because um, there's always, and this isn't just. Um, this isn't just for cops. This isn't just for firefighters. This isn't just for, um, I mean, even like in a regular civilian job, um, there's always the hitters and there's always the desk monkeys. Um, there's always the admin, you know, the fat, lazy admin people who have never, you know, worked a day in their life type shit, making all the decisions. And then there's people out there in the field, you know, and that's usually like, um, like sales teams, research and development, um, outside of the box, getting an after it kind of mindset. And and that's what it really is, is just mindset. Like, are you, are you just kind of like a, by the book complacent, but like, you still want to control everything, but you never really fucking did shit. Or are you in the field doing the work? You know, making the cases, making the sales. Yeah. Um, so in, in the doers. So that's a thing in law enforcement is the doers are usually pretty, pretty isolated. Um, and that isolation can almost make you disgruntled sometimes to where it can it can ruin a team. It can ruin your your individual motivation um, to where sometimes you just need to get. And I think it's really bad nowadays. Um, I mean, you can just point to whatever the reason, right? If you want to blame it on it, just the bullshit culture we're dealing with, right? Like the toxic masculinity, anti-cop, like, w- like whatever, right? So sometimes the downfall of America. Yeah. So sometimes the doers, um, you know, they get a little isolated. Um, you know, the sheepdog gets isolated, you know. So you, you've heard that saying out of every 100 men, 10 shouldn't be there, 80 are just targets. I talk not I, the real fighters, and one, one's the real warrior, they'll bring the others back. I talk about it all the time. The one to me, I mean, I've heard this somewhere else, but the one, the one warrior they refer <clears> to <throat> are those doers. They're the ones out there that, you know, we talk about the one percent, yep. and those are the ones that are out there that fucking do the job, that train yep. hard that deliver and those, you know, those are the ones that we rely on that really fucking make a difference. Yep. 
And I just think a lot of those personalities, like you usually don't like, um, I don't know, just the networking with those type of people isn't always the best, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I mean, and you can, and you can see that with people that don't want to come to this competition. But man, uh, you know, is that going to hurt some people's feelings? It might scare some people away. Yeah, sure, I guess. Um, but I mean, if they're, you know, if there's people like that that are going to get that kind of butt hurt from <laughs> addressing their flaws, but I'm just trying to make it, you know, we are just trying to make everybody better. Yeah. Um, and my favorite least... one is teams, teams who don't want to compete, but they're like, hey, can we come by and watch? No, no, you can't. No. And we said this this ain't no fucking soup kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's always the, <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not really the like, the the professional like kosher <laughs> response but uh no it's definitely been thrown around uh, i mean the the yeah the response is no you can't not be in it but see what it's about so next year you can have the jump on it no yeah <laughs> it's get in there yeah. deploy as a team test your ttps see how how you know if you guys are really prepared and uh as a, it's just a phenomenal training event. Take it as that. Make it your annual, your big annual training event. Yes, and it counts as training hours. Yes. A lot of people don't think about that. There's, you've gotten to the point now where, um, you know, companies like yours and Paul's um, and a lot of other ones that I'm sure people are familiar with, and it doesn't even have to be for anything like Gucci, like SWAT. There's even one that Paul's been pushing with um, – with like the drone program that's coming Bro, through the academy here I now. I saw that. Awesome. Like that's huge. Drones are huge, and it, it, it's their purpose is growing so significantly in first response. Um, that I don't. It's just one of those things that people don't think about. But um, but I mean that's getting integrated into into everything we're doing. Yeah. Um, the future so, is now, old man. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I say, dude, if there's ever an old guy on my shift and he's always bitching about something, he, he gets that meme all the time. <laughs> like he's going to get it. Uh, yeah, but um, Harrison's is uh, once again one of our awesome sponsors. They're doing all the shirts. Uh, this oh, year's they're coming back. Are, okay. They're coming back. And this year's shirts yeah. are going to be badass. Okay. We're, do, we're doing the uh, Desert Tan. Okay. So uh, Desert Tan Shirts, got all the sponsors on it, got the logo on the front. Um, and Harrison's actually services a lot of law enforcement agencies throughout the state. I didn't know that. And they go into North Carolina, Georgia, but they're big. Yeah. And I didn't realize how big they were until I went and uh, Tom Tom gave me a tour. Yeah. And they had a stack of fucking SWAT, uh, SWAT shields all brand new equipment. Somebody was completely uh, upgrading all their stuff and yeah. they do a lot. Awesome. And one of, the, one of the things that I appreciate about them is if you're an agency, somebody gets hired, you send them there, they get their boots, their pants, their shirts, their rain jackets, all their gear at one stop yeah. shop. And yeah. if, if you're not doing that as a, uh, as an agency, you're behind the time. Yeah. There, can... there, there is no reason why a new employee should walk in the door and get all the shit that they need in yeah. one stop. Yeah. And yeah, they, no, there's that's... a lot more there's a lot more than you think that aren't delivery. Yeah. Um uh some of the silver sponsors 
511 Tactical is coming out there. They're giving out some cool swag. Uh, they put together some packages for the winning uh, for the winning team. Dude, 511 is so big. Like they should literally sponsor. Huge. Every, they should sponsor everything. <laughs> but I, that's my biased opinion. But I think they and I think they will. They'll be a bigger sponsor after they come in there and they say, "Damn, this is this is bigger and better than we thought." Yeah. Uh, so getting them in the door is the first step. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a company called Crate Tactical. Uh, I haven't heard about them. Crate? Have you? Yeah. Crate? Uh... With a K. With a K. Uh, I don't, maybe, let's see here. I think it's K-R-A-T-A. a uh, former, uh, former special operations, I believe. I want to say I've seen. Let's pull up some of their stuff here. Uh That logo uh, looks. That logo looks familiar. Hmm. Always, always the logo. But yeah, they'll. Dude, uh, I'm telling you, if you got a good oh, logo, they, it sticks out. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what Craig Tackle is known for. Uh, they're known for their targetry. With they use that uh, the 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 uh, steel, and Ooh. they have some of the best targets around. Yeah, I'm looking at their stuff right now. They've got uh, well, they really know. They got a good website. Yeah, they like also it. do uh, they also do a whole whole line of knives. Cool yep, they like got. That. Yep, they've got the uh, little auto knives. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, they're they're putting together stuff for the winning team. Where's Crate out of? Uh, Crate is out of Georgia, I believe. They out of. I'm trying to. Yeah, it's a seven seven zero. Yeah, that's Georgia. Oh, Georgia. Yeah. Hey, we we got a lot of Georgia support. Um, another there's no one. Reason, is... There's no reason not to. No, uh, North Carolina, Georgia, yeah, they should all yeah. uh, all be coming up here. Budweiser oh, of Spartanburg, not for not, not for not for not for Budweiser, uh, uh, not for alcohol. I, I know, maybe next year, but uh, they are giving us water. So, but not keep, the can, keep, but not the canned water. I want the canned I, water though. I love the canned water. <laughs> <laughs> I want the canned water. But hey, dudes need water, so uh, yes, we're getting oh, yeah. some water from them. Yeah, a a uh, Rita Lancelotta. So she she's a publicist. Okay, uh, and she does a lot of a lot of famous people that we know. So we yeah. call them Warrior Elites. It's going to be like a uh, Mike Glover. We all know we all know Mike. He's yep. a uh, former special operations dude. Phil Craft Survival. Yep. Uh, she's done stuff for him. Uh, for Dutch Moyer. Uh, do you know Dutch? <sighs> I'm not. He's sure. a. Twenty-five years special operations. Uh, he was a JSOC operator, but just a wealth of knowledge. And uh, I think she's going to try to get him down there as well. Okay. Uh, Charlie Melton here. Yeah, Charlie Melton, uh, Jason Kelly. There's a bunch of people that she does. You know, she covers. Mm-hmm. But uh, so she was uh, one the, of our. Yeah, all the like tactical personalities. Ta- yeah. Tactical. Tactical personalities, right? <laughs> um, some of my uh, exciting ones are Golf State, uh, Golf State's distributions. They're giving us some sims, so getting some uh, force on force simunition. Those are uh, that will. Those are always good to get because that shit's expensive. Yes. and that's going to be used for the uh, CQB lane. Okay, and then uh, combined systems. They do the training flashbang. So. At all the flashbangs I've used, uh, they they make some of the best uh, training ones, where it's a blue uh, a blue body mm-hmm. and the actual actual uh, fuses that go into it. So, 
Sure. We'll have every team will have a flashbang for the CQB. Awesome. And I did order a. Uh, have you have you seen those electronic flashbangs? Uh, I saw one when I worked for a company that will not be named. Uh, I, I have seen one, and I wasn't very impressed. But that was granted. That was like ten year ten. Mm. So like yeah, 10, we're, 15 we're, years ago, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to give one a whirl. So we, uh, okay. at a Fox at a Fox Fury, they have a, uh, Fox a new Fury. Le- yeah. New electronic flashbang. And, yeah. uh, they're going to send us the, uh, the bang. We're going to just give it a whirl during that breacher series, let teams hmm. put hands on it. Yeah. But, um, I, I'm excited just to see what it's capable of. They said the FBI is using it. So really, uh, and they said, uh, I think, they said that they're throwing in like two at a time. One's on two second delay. One's on four second delay. Kind of a little mix up there, but hey, let's play with it. Yeah, let's let's play with it. So that's <laughs> yeah, that's let's play and, and, see. and that's one of the things I, I want to see new items on the market. Yeah. Can it make your organization better? Is it better for the community? Well, yeah. you know, how will it help? So you know, we're yeah. all about pre readiness. Yeah. Well, that'd be. <clears throat> I think it'd be cool. Um, I mean, of course, it's just another one of those things. It's going to be kind of hard to sell to people. But I know recently I've seen the lack of like good research and development for some of these companies. Yeah. Um, where either they're just gifted so much money or it's companies that are like, uh, I don't know, maybe like well, you got cool, big, you know, big contracts, like, to like too too big to fail or whatever, and then they'd like try some dumb shit, and then they end up putting <laughs> out a bad product. Yeah, um, to where they're I don't know, they're just not necessarily doing it the the right way. I, I, I've seen I don't know, I've just recently I've been I would say recently maybe the last like five years where. Um, so many of these tactical companies like made a bunch of you know shit ton of money on the front end, you know, kind of mid GWAT, and now they've just been like pushing out some shitty products. Where I'm just like, really, guys? But they've already had so much success that they can like afford a couple fuck ups, I guess. But I don't know. I mean, I think, but I think your research and development would be a part of that. Would be to go to events like this, where it's yeah. you know as realistic as it can get without fucking somebody up out in the field. I, I think that's why we also moved it during the week. Uh, we went from a weekend event to a weekday event. So mm-hmm. your admin can go. We, we want the, you know, we want the sheriff to come out there. We want the police, you know, the police chief to come out there. Yeah. And see, see what their teams are doing, see the new equipment and also get that buy-in. So when teams go back to their admin, they're like, Hey, we need this saw. We need this, you know, we need this new product that yep. it's easy to get because they saw the benefit of it. Yeah. So yeah, they, for uh, sure. There's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of good stuff coming out of this. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. Now hopefully it the momentum keeps going because okay. hey, it's, it's just, only getting bigger, brother. When you gotta plan it once a year, sometimes that that momentum can can go away. But like you were saying, like while the fire's hot. Yep. And then that uh that day three uh is the second day of the challenge. It's all live fire. So all flat ranges that are uh plus the sniper lane. But you get that best sniper portion, you also get just good shooting. And I think, you know, those are 
the other two fundamentals that we talk about are seven distinct events is you got to be good at shooting and you got to have a good sniper. There was a, um, let's see when they did live, when we did live fire on day two last time, there was a hell of a stage that I was in the CQB the whole time, but there was one where they put gas masks on them. And yeah. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't there for it, but, uh, <laughs> the guys at sawmill put together a, a motherfucker of a stage. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if they're going to do anybody was there. They might have to look out. For so that one. we have, a we have Paul running a lane. He came up with it. It's uh it's going to be awesome. We have Corey that came up with a lane brewer that came up with a lane. Uh, I came up with a lane. So we have, uh, some great ideas and then the, uh, the sniper lane, which will be good. So yeah, there'll be yeah. some good, good shooting and, that's one of those fundamentals you have to be good at. We talk about the being good at the basics. You got to be good at shooting. So that's a, yeah, those are the seven fundamentals we push. And I know not every team repels, but when you think of a good, think of a good SWAT team and what you want to be, that's something we do. And uh, some teams are like, Hey, we don't repel. Well, that's why we go over it in the workshop. So we teach you how to repel. We have repel masters. We have people who are specialized rescue technicians. So we we're certified to teach you how to repel. Um, and that's one of the things we, we try to push out to everybody. Well, and a lot of these, um, a lot of these stages and some of these other teams that, um, people will see there. Um, these are all parts of, um, having a, an accredited, tiered SWAT team yeah, in it's, South it's Carolina. All off, it's all like, off NTOA standards. Yeah, you have to be able to do all of this stuff to be uh, to be tiered. Yeah. Um, now, you can be tiered, you know, three being the least, and then two, and then, you know, one is like, you know, you're jumping out of helicopters and shit. But, yeah. um, you know, the, that is also a part of um, a lot of the accreditation that... Uh, you know, is getting pushed nowadays on law enforcement. So yeah, um, when we we tell people that look at look at your NTOA standards. It's got your Type One, uh, Tier One team, Tier Two team, Tactical yeah. Response team, and Perimeter Control and Containment team. So we tell people, just look in there. It's got the standards. It tells you what you need to do. It tell and you should always strive. You know, to be better. So. That's what we base everything off of. We're not just coming up with wild shit. Yeah. It's a, uh, no. I mean, and, you know, some people, it's just like, it's just the same as, um, you know, some teams, you know, not wanting to compete or just wanting to look and not really participate. And but, I mean, people, I mean, even conversations I have um, with my own department, like there's some stuff they'll agree with, with some uh, NTOA standards or uh, Scalia and Kalia standards. <laughs> Uh, you know, some of it they'll agree with, some some of the stuff they won't. And it's like, well, hey, motherfucker, you're not going to agree with all of it. But um, it's one of those things where, like, if this is the if this is the standard now that the sheriff wants to fucking do, well, guess what? That's what we're fucking doing because that's what the boss wants. Um, if you don't fucking like it, go somewhere else, or so I want to... <laughs> like, or go to the sheriff or your chief and be like, hey, sir, I don't think this is a good idea because X, Y, and Z. Um, but the, just, 
the way we have to adapt in this fucking career field, um, you got to have standards. Uh, you have yeah. to be accredited. Um, it has to be tested and true. Now, does some of it get kind of, you know, kind of boring or is some of the stuff kind of, you know, we we're just talking about like the doers and kind of the, uh, you know, lazy admin careerist. Yeah, sure. But it's a part of the game, dude. It's a part of the game. Like you got to, you got to have some like stupid little standards. And then sometimes you got to have some people that, you know, kind of bend some fucking rules to get some shit done. I mean, it's, you know, now a certain type of person will say one or the other shouldn't exist. Well, they're just as ignorant as you not wanting to, to be held to a certain standard or, you know, do kind of what the boss wants and move forward with that. Like, so one of, one of my favorite arguments from somebody who obviously didn't sign up was uh, last year. <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh, you know, they were bitching about the sniper course, the best sniper portion. Is, you know, they're like, hey, in, in the law enforcement world, we only do 80 meters. That's max. If you're, if you're going to call yourself a sniper, you better be able to reach out and touch somebody and also know the capabilities of your weapon and what it will do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so- every... <laughs> Every Marine 300 is ta- meters is iron taught, is taught to shoot. We're up to 500 now. Now, yeah. I mean, we don't, uh, when did they stop using iron sights? Like 2009 or 10, I think. Uh, somebody will correct it on one of our pages somewhere. But so while I went through, we were already all, I mean, we call them RCOs, but it's, it's a Trijicon ACOG. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's what times four times three four i don't know oh, i haven't shit. had to call on that in a while so <laughs> yeah. i don't really fucking care and i don't use it now but every marine no matter what you no matter east coast west coast whatever your uh, your mos was going to be we shot at 500 and then before that they were shooting like you were saying they were shooting yes you know one you know one two three four five hundred meters with iron sights with iron so, sights m16s yes. so and if you're telling me in law enforcement, it's like, oh, we only train up to 80, and then that's all we're fucking doing. When you have, but, when you have the, when uh, you have a yeah. cook, when you have a cook, or shooting 300 you, meters on, yeah, or you, fucking, you've got you've got out. a supply you've got a supply nerd like me that's you know shooting lights out at 500, but then your excuse as a law enforcement officer is like, oh, we don't even go over 80. Well, I don't fucking care, dude. Like you should the still most- have the capability to go beyond that. So I know right. most, you know, in the, in the army they did 300 with the iron right. sights, and then, right. uh, and then if you're just regular on the line, we have uh, CCOs with the red dot, and then if you're a uh, NCO, you had the uh, the Trijicon ACOG, which is four four times magnification. But uh, right, yeah, but there's no reason why you should not be able to reach out to at least 650 meters as a sniper. Uh, if you can, you're just a designated marksman, so a DM. Yeah. Um, but if you're if you're going through the best sniper portion, you call yourself a sniper. You need to know what weapon platform you have, what it will do, and we always train for the worst case scenario. So being able to use your weapon accurately, uh, reach out there, do target acquisition, um, how to properly employ. That's going to be just a lot of what they're going going down with on the, on the, on the hill is what I call it. So mm-hmm. when they're when they're up there doing that best sniper portion, it used to be uh, last year we did after lunch. This year it's going to be all day. 
But we put some more uh, some more challenges into the best sniper competition. They're gonna they're gonna have some fun up there. Are we doing anything on uh, day one with snipers? No. So uh, at first, you know, and we can just you know we're all it's all pretty fluid, right? So okay, the snipers get there and um, Jason's there, and hey, if Jason's there and they want to talk to Jason, they want to talk about dope cards and whether they do electronic or um, paper, but also you're going to have Daniel Defense. So if Daniel Defense is like, hey, this is our new sniper rifle, then yeah, absolutely. get. They can take a ride up to the hill and yeah, and do some uh, do some playing around. Yeah, that's good. Be a little fluid with it. So the only time we can't be fluid with our live fire is day two, which is uh, the first day of the competition because of the O-Course. Yeah, of uh, course, goes all the way down to the bottom. I think there's like yeah. a creek bed or river down there. And yeah, so that closes the long range. That closes some of the, uh, I think the Connex range. So it closes some of them. Yeah. So yeah. That's, uh, we can still do flat ranges on that day if uh, there's some time during the vendor area where people want to get their hands on some uh, AR platforms. But for sure, for sure, day one, day three will be the long range. Awesome. Yeah, that'll that's definitely one of those things where people gotta they gotta think about it a little bit more. because um, I know we've we've integrated that into our team. Um where you know we have a we have a sniper on Overwatch at a you know and he picks a certain spot where Bro. It, it makes a big difference. And I, I gotta give a shout out to Clay. You remember Clay Carver from last yep. year, right? Yep. My my dude. He he can't be here this year and that's heartbroken. Yeah. But he's going through. He's bettering himself. He's going through uh, civilian affairs. He got uh, accepted into that. So, huh? He uh he he's doing that. He's, he's going that route. But uh, yeah, he follows us. He's he's loyal to Valkyrie. He's one of our instructors. And uh, hopefully, once he uh gets on the team, he'll he'll be able to do more with us. Yeah. Get him in but, there uh, yeah. a little bit. Long Kavanaugh. Be good to go. Yeah, but hey, I, I can't, I can't, you know, compliment our teams more. We always, we always have good dudes. And I was telling Paul today, I put, we put our aces in our places, and it's all yeah. about. And when I talk to people about about Valkyrie, I'm like, hey, it's not, it's not Thomas Tardo teaching everything, thinking that I know everything. It's that I know the right people, and that I'm surrounded by good dudes, and I'll put the best dude in that position to teach you that, that topic. I mean, even even TECC. If we have a doctor in our class, then guess what? We have a doctor instructor. Do you remember uh, uh, Doc Diaz, who's mm-hmm. part of the Valkyrie team? Yep. If we have a a nurse or a paramedic, then Corey comes in. So we always have somebody to that level to teach. Yep. And that's that's what we're about. Is it's not we don't try to blow smoke up your ass. It's we're we're down to earth people who shoot you straight. Don't try to bullshit you and. Uh, just be a good dude is a good philosophy to to go by. Uh, well, I, I mean, we need that even more in our environment. Um, you know. Hey, there's there is one team uh, or one sponsor that I forgot to mention who's okay. who's phenomenal. Carolina Tactics Group. Have you heard, <laughs> have you, have you heard about uh, CTG? <laughs> kind of a big deal. Yeah, but uh, see. CTG Nation, like, like, listen, subscribe. 
<laughs> as always. <laughs> as always. But yeah, man, yeah. it's uh, it's gonna be good. No, it'll be a good time. I'm really wanting to. Uh, I'm definitely gonna run the O course with some of the guys, and then uh, definitely, I definitely need to record more. I want, I want more sit downs with people. Yeah. Uh, Cause like last year, I knew it was that first year. Uh, we were uh, running around. Yeah. Running we around. Were, we were running <laughs> Build, around. Building shit. We were yeah. running around a bunch. Yeah. So we, um, we, won't, we won't be that sporadic this year. But uh, yeah. More streamlined. So day, yeah. Day one, we're going to have the gathering at night. All teams barbecue. Everybody gets together. They break bread together. We'll have uh, some delicious barbecue. We'll eat. And socialize and drink by the fire. Yeah, and I, I love that. Last year is just it was, it was badass to just look there and see all the teams sitting around the fire talking, getting along, sharing ideas, tactics, just camaraderie. That true, that true brotherhood we always preach. Yeah, which I mean, yeah, I mean, like, like you just said, I mean that actually, it did take place. Just we weren't a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I got to at least look, look and admire. So yeah, you're like, yeah. Oh, yeah, brotherhood, and then it's like, oh, back to work. All right, e- everybody get in the fucking team room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was good. No, shit, so it's exciting, man. Um, the one I couldn't, I, yeah, I mean, we got, we still got a couple of things. I'm staying up late to, uh, I stay up late every night and kind of try to tie these loose ends, but it's it's coming together nice and. uh the more and more we go down the line, it's it's all coming together. Yeah. Nah, it's, I mean, I don't know. Like, um, like I said, it's it's a lot of work that goes into just doing a one, you know, once a year event. Yeah. Um, and just sometimes it's hard to, especially in this profession. Uh, stay i mean stay motivated for certain things um just because we're beat down by so much right i mean you got you know i mean you've got people even within your own department that are you know that that are anti-cop it almost seems like sometimes uh, (laughs) that are that are fucking cops like they just hate themselves um you know and then just the environment the country's in and shit and um i don't know just all all that can be weighing down um, on us to where, but like if you don't do all this networking and these competitions yeah. and you have this brotherhood, um, I mean, that's how this, this really falls off the rails is when you lose all that. Well, yeah, I, was, I was telling somebody the other day, it's uh, you can get just caught in the negative shit, man, where you're bitching, oh, yeah. you're bitching about your job or bitching about how things are. Yeah. But it really boils down to your team. And, you know, I always preach team life, but it's so true, though. What you can you can control your morale. You can control, you know, there's a ton of things to bitch about, but mm-hmm. turning it around to where, hey, this is why we're the best. And it's it's like the shipyard theory. So a company can own all the ships. They can tell you the cargo. They can tell you the route that you're going. They can tell you who the fuck's on your team. But at the end of the day, it's whoever's on that fucking ship di- dictates whether it sinks or floats, right? You control yep. your morale. You control how your day-to-day operations go and how you handle the stuff that comes at you. So whether you're, you know, who, who's on your night shift, who's on your day shift, how, how do you guys work inside your beat is, 
is all what matters. Do you guys, you know, do you guys get along? Do you work out together? Do you train together? Do you, do you push each other and hold each other accountable where I know you go to BJJ, you know, you, you bust your ass. Are you bringing people in with you? Are they going with you? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Uh, Cause you know, even it's, cause it's hard, man. It's hard to get, um, you know, not everybody's motivated and has the same drives and, um, it does feel like nowadays it's like a little bit more splintered, right? Where, yeah, you know, I've been dealing with this more after my promotion to where, you know, there's not really a, a blanket solution for your whole team to either, uh, motivate them or for them to get better at a certain specific of the job. Um, it, it's hard because everybody, it seems like everybody needs to have, uh, like an individual plan or some individual motivation and you, and they can't fucking figure it out on their own. Um, but there's also, the, you know, everybody's motivated differently, but there's motivation versus discipline. The discipline is, you know, I'm not going to be motivated to go to the gym every day, Yeah. but if I have the right discipline, that's what drives me there to, Hey, I don't want to, but I have to. Yeah. And I think it's, it's building that network and you're not, you're not going to get everybody. A hundred percent. You're not going to get yeah. everybody. But... Well, I know at least, at least with the doers, with our one percent, um, firm believer in positive peer pressure. Yes. Like how many times? Um, I mean, coming at kind of ebbs and flows with like whatever your different like friend group or work group or you know associates group, whatever. Um, but I mean, there's been times when uh you know, you, me and Brewer be sending us some bullshit. Like we all send, uh, I mean, we, we obviously send like dumb shit to each other too, but like <laughs> on, uh, you know, on Instagram, like if there's something motivating or if there's some crazy new workout yeah. or, um, you know, if, I mean, I remember, uh, I usually always send this to Corey cause Corey fucking hates it. But so he makes fun of me for just for being like the, the poor Southern Jocko. To where yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. he'll make fun. So I, dude, I'll send a picture of my fucking watch at four thirty, like four, <laughs> like four days in a row, and I'll text. I him. hope it. Like, I hope it's in black and white. Yeah. Yes, with like no context. <laughs> I just send him four thirty. He's like, you, you're fucking stupid, blah blah. blah. But um, but I mean, fucking Jocko. But when, <laughs> but when I've done that, they'll be like. Hey man, after like the second or third one, I started feeling bad, and I've been like three days straight. It's like okay, man. Good, I mean, that's that's good. Good, good. good. <laughs> good. Don't feel like it. Good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's with. But like I said, within the one percenters, like peer pressure is like a big fucking thing. It's like, oh, did you go to the fucking gym today? Oh no, I didn't because when I was going to the gym, I passed McDonald's. And I saw you at the fucking McDonald's. You fat, <laughs> you fat fuck. lazy shit. You fat fuck. Like, <laughs> but I mean that works. That works it like does. all the time. Like, and you know, hey, if it, you can, you're not going to get everybody. But if you can no. get a handful of people, no. you're doing good. Yeah. So I mean, I do it with, uh, especially with guys like uh, on the SRT here, um, and then some of my old leadership, like. Uh, We've got there's certain of us at work where like if we're in the gym and we know the other guy's not there, we literally just if there's like three or four of us, we'll all get together. 
we flick the camera off and then we send it to the one motherfucker that's not there. <laughs> that's that a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Is that going to work for everybody? Fuck no, it's not. You, you <laughs> so, cannot shame some people. <laughs> especially nowadays. Oh no, I've got, I have one in particular in my office. He can't be shamed in anything and he is <laughs> fucking, he's fucking huge. Um, but you are useless. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, somebody can only be helped so much. Um, yeah, you can't. You can't help I mean, people heard, who don't want to be helped. You know, and I've heard the counter to that, and they're like, "Oh, what's well, up to you to be a good leader to find the way to help and blah blah blah." And I'm just like, I was like, "Yeah, man, but I'm not gonna." Um, I can only my, show you the door. Yeah, I can I, only I show you the door. You have to open it. I can't kill myself trying to help you to avoid you killing yourself. Like I can't. I'm not gonna self-sacrifice to help you solve your fucking problem but we're getting a little deep and philosophical on that but anything else preview to the comp this is kind of the one preview we're going to do before yeah. um and i know at least at least i'm going to get uh i'm going to sit down with somebody every day we're there um yeah. and then release those after obviously um but hey man got the sponsors uh we got yeah. one we got one extra team from last year two two uh well, yeah, we dropped we dropped we dropped our drop, yeah, yeah yeah right that, yeah that's what i meant we have yeah two new teams but one more team than last year yeah, yeah so last yeah. year we had five this year we had six um yeah ardell isn't back that's kind of disappointing those were some good guys too yeah Oh well, maybe we can get him next year. Throw him some next bones. Next year, next, next year, yeah, yeah. Like a true Carolina fan, it's always next year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what I tell people too is, you know, every everybody's a fucking sports fanatic, right? But their sports teams play every year for the national championship. They don't live off legacy. They don't say, "Hey, we were the best last year, so we're going to be the best this year." You have to fucking earn it, and yeah. that's that's what this is all about. Is you're, you know, and we say you're only good as your last objective. You don't hang your hat on what you've accomplished. You, oh, that's you, you have to push every year. That's so rampant in law enforcement, though. Like it's oh, yeah. so bad. Like that one fucking good stop you had, or that one fucking SRT op. Like, ugh. and you'll hear you'll hear that story a lot. I mean, yeah, and it's and it's fun to hear the stories, but when you like live off of that, like, come on, man. Like we're doing this every day, dog. Like. Every single day could be the fucking craziest or best of whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. All the sponsors, all the teams, all the lanes without giving away too much. Yeah. Uh, a yeah. couple soapbox moments. Um, <laughs> who knows, man? Maybe you'll like snag extra team here at the end. That'd be fucking. That would be fucking cool. That'd be good to go. All right, brother. Well, uh, and I appreciate it. It's, it's always good to uh, talk with you, talk shop. Oh yeah, drink yeah. some, drink some bourbon. You know, you know, I'm drinking bourbon as I talk to you. Yeah, what are you, what are you drinking tonight? I pray because you're so fucking special. I, I broke out some bookers. Ooh, bookers. Ooh. Yeah. So, 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 did you fall off of that stupid little workout? Not the workout, but like the little health, the New Year's. <laughs> Hey, you know New what? I did. I did. I did. So, uh, 75 hard. 
uh, it was it, it's a it's a great thing and you know it, it talks yeah, about yeah. mental about mental toughness and uh sure. just my schedule fucking sucks i know there's a million excuses but yeah, the, uh, yeah you got to yeah. work out twice a day yeah uh, each each workout has to be 45 minutes one's outside one's inside oh. uh stick to your diet no alcohol which the fucking no alcohol is hard no no bueno no bueno um and you know reading that's something i do anyway is read yeah uh, so i mean it's a lot of stuff i do i try to still work out every shift yeah. but the whole two workouts when you're at the drill tower all day or you're at the recruit school training rookies and then you go home and i still try to be a family man that's one thing i was talking about uh with another uh i was talking about with chuck with uh force blentry mm-hmm. is hey you know how do you work a full-time job own a business and be a family man and a lot of that was just a lot of give and take and a lot of learning was yeah I, when i come home at when i come home i want to be there for the family i want to be able to cook dinner clean up put my kids to bed uh you know, spend some time with my wife i want to be home on the weekends where i really don't want to teach a class on the weekends if i can help it uh besides regular shift work i'm gone enough i'm gone a third of my family's life so i think yeah. a lot of that is is a lot of learning and knowing how to balance and juggle shit but i i value time at home and i value you know i want to be home in the evenings i want to be home on the weekends yeah i think some people so, just aren't they're not really good at like being like fluid and like adaptive for a lot of that stuff i mean they definitely like like plans like that because it gives them structure yeah but i mean bro when you're working shift work and you know there's at least you're going to be in first response in south carolina now like you're going to be picking up some overtime somewhere oh yeah for something um there's going to be days where you're coming in early there's going to be days when you're staying out late um, I know for us, like our SRT is part-time. So like, if you get a call out on an off day or yep. if it's something that happens, you know, before or after shift and you're like, you're already up or out in town or something, um, you know, there's not going to be like a, like when you have a 16 hour work day, 18 hour work day, um, obviously you're probably not going to be working out for 45 minutes on both ends of that. Um, right. let's just be fucking realistic. Um, I don't know. That, that, that's where some of those structured plans are good. And then sometimes it's bad because they just like, Oh, well, if I can't do it by the plan, like I can't do fucking any of it. Um, you know, I don't know. You got to be a little right. fluid with it when it comes to workouts or if you're eating or, you know, getting to do yes. stuff with the family. Like it's, I think that's kind of the biggest thing. If there was like just a magical way just to make people more adaptive, um, that's really the that's really the biggest thing, <laughs> I think. Because I mean, if you're good at bad, good or bad at certain things, um, certain tasks, certain uh, you know, say you're really shitty at a certain lane at this fucking competition, um, you know, you're not going to be fucking. Not everything's going to be fucking perfect. No. You're never like you're never going to have enough time with your kids. Not everything at work is going to go as smooth as you want, or every call for service going to go as planned. Every op is going to go as planned. And just people just get too fucking discouraged when it doesn't work to their little structure and they just fucking and don't, freak out. Don't give up the whole thing. That's, 
you know, don't be like, oh, I failed. That's it. No, still, still strive to be the best version of yourself every day. Yeah. You know, if, if you're in competition, be in competition with yourself. Yeah. Try to be better than you were. And uh, it's hey, it's little, little victories, man. It doesn't have to be as you oh, say. Yeah. It doesn't small, have to be so strict. Yeah, small victories for sure. But hey, Absolutely. are you getting out there? Are you working out? Are you drinking enough yeah. water? Does your diet just not completely fucking suck? Yeah, like life's too short to be on a strict yeah. diet. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I, mean, I there's love, certain I days, love fucking eating. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's certain days where like, um, you know, obviously all the planet. <laughs> as we all know, like the places that don't um, aren't necessarily the healthiest are the ones that give us the most discounts, <laughs> but you know, um, cause I mean, we've got a McDonald's in town. Like, you know, as long as you don't really abuse it, like you like say it's middle of the night. Um, you know, I wasn't able to meal prep, you know, say the budget was really tight that month. Um, you know, say there was some unexpected cost, like you don't have the cash or whatever. And you go get one free meal from McDonald's one night, like it's not gonna fucking kill you, dude. Like, dude, and it, it's it's easy to eat like trash, especially yeah. on the road. Yes, it is. So I mean, that, and that's where you know, trying to be better, trying to meal prep if you can. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's 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 easy to eat like shit. Yeah. I do limit to one energy drink a day, so I don't. You know, it's easy to pound see. more than one. Yeah, that's another thing where, like, your caffeine, like, I mean, in first response, we all love our fucking caffeine, be it just fucking like caffeine co- and hay, baby. Co- and you hay. know, if it's coffee all fucking day, if you want to throw energy drink in there, like, that can make a big difference with, um, you know, if you're getting enough sleep or not. If you're timing your caffeine right, I usually cut off, like, my caffeine, like, uh, usually. Like the second half a shift, I will not consume caffeine. I, I can then... drink. I can drink a cup of coffee and go to bed. Oh, dude. Well, that's because we. Yeah. See, you've got problems. You need. You've got problems. You need to address. Oh, those we we know. Th- we we know this. We know this. <laughs> caffeine, alcohol, red meat, and hate. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but but here's the thing, man. Like with balance, you need all of those. Yes. Like you need all those. Sometimes you need to get fucking pissed off. And use it, it to your advantage. Yeah. Sometimes you need a little bump caffeine. You know, if you're if you're having like three monsters a day, like that's a fucking problem. That's um, a problem. So you're but, probably gonna have a fucking heart attack. Yeah, you're probably gonna fucking die. <laughs> but but well, yeah, man, so, I, I appreciate I appreciate uh talking and having me, man. Oh yeah. I mean we had to go a little later, but you know, life life happens life but all right bro well I, i'm sure we'll fro- probably talk again before the comp uh might do another episode maybe not i don't know it depends what the schedules are looking like i'm keeping i'm keeping it steady going with one a week right now um i kind of kind of burnt myself out at first i was doing two a week like constantly because i just had so much to say That's too much uh, too much <laughs> too much um but We'll keep on sharing all the shit. Hopefully we can get some I'd like to pick up a team. Pick up yeah. another team. Like just they'd be like, Oh yeah, I listened to that last episode of CTG and I wanted to fucking sign up. Like that'd be that would make my year. Let's do it. I don't know. We'll see. All right, brother. Well, stay safe. Till next time. You too. Um, you know. If you think about anything else we can talk about next week, you can let me know. Or if you just want to talk about something else next week, we can do that too.
This, this might this might even be our biggest one yet. You think? I I, I don't know. I feel good about it. I, feel I don't good. know, man. You know, you know, our number one episode is our first episode we did together at your Tac- house. Tactical. Tactical. That's still number oh, yeah. one. Like not even. That, that's a that's a pretty good name. <laughs> Valkyrie Tactical Solutions. Huh? <laughs> I love it. Well, hey, I, I appreciate it. Always good talking to you, man. All right, brother. Till next time. All right, see you, bro.